Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. I'm Doug Fain. On today's program, we're going to replay episode number six that aired in January of 2015. That was an interview I did with Miss Faye Rainwater Hogue in Wilmore. Sadly, this past Thursday on Valentine's Day, Miss Hogue passed away. I contacted her daughter Jody and asked if it would be okay if we replay this program in her memory and she agreed. Miss Faye Rainwater Hogue, one of the nicest and sweetest women you'd ever want to meet. Full of life every time you saw her. And she was when we did our interview as well. So ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to present to you the replay of episode number six from January 24, 2015 with the late Faye Rainwater Hogue. Well, today we are here talking with Faye Hogue of Wilmore, and I thought it would be a good idea to talk to her about things in the past in this town and about their family because the Rainwaters have been known and connected to Wilmore for many, many, many years in a lot of different ways. And first off, thank you for agreeing to talk to us and uh, here on the, the station today. Let me start. We were just talking before we went on the air, and we have kind of figured out that maybe you are the ranking member in this town because of your age. You just had a birthday. 28 December. You told me you turned how old? 92? Is that what you said? That's pretty amazing. So you've seen a few things happen in this town. A lot of changes, right? Seen a lot of changes. Tell me first, so that people can connect you, you were a rainwater, and tell me about your family. Tell me your mom and dad's names. Well, my dad was Joe Rainwater. Well, everybody knew him as mom and pop. Right. And they both worked up at the college. My dad farmed the boilers, and Mom worked in the kitchen. Now, that was at Asbury College. Yeah. How exactly is it that they found their way to Wilmore? Well, there was a minister at our church that knew that they had a big family, and we was all workaholics. And he told Pop, he said, you ought to get your family up at Wilmore, because 50 miles away was the closest place we could really get out and get an education. Now, where'd you live before that? At In that Casey time? County. Casey, okay. Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. when they came to Wilmore, did they have kids yet? Were any of you guys born, or was it just them two? The three boys was already married. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was quite a few yeah. years uh-huh. in. Yeah. Now, you had seven of you children, or eight, yeah, or one you seven. lost, with seven we of you? lost one. Right. My sister older than me, and uh, Az come later. Ezra Rainwater, yeah. who a lot of people might remember, he owned the uh, shoe that, shop. That's Harold's dad. The mayor of Wilmore, Harold Rainwater, right. His dad, uh-huh. Ezra. So they came after Pop and Mom and all yeah. you had already come. Uh-huh. I think that's the way it was. Name for me all the kids, all your brothers and sisters. Let's name them so people out there will get the connection. Ed Rainwater, that's Billy Joe and their dad. Uh, Everett never did get up here. His family is still in Casey County, in Mentonville. Ezra, you know, he's mm-hmm. Harold and James's and Vernon and Randy's. Mm-hmm. And Harold's been mayor for a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I guess I'm next. Okay, so you were the oldest girl. I was the oldest girl. Mm-hmm. And then Vina Jane Gullett, and then Susie West, and Alice Walker. Mm-hmm. Who's left? You and Alice and Susie? Me and Alice and Susie is yeah. about it. 
huge. Well, I asked you a while ago how many grandkids you had, and you said you've lost count. <laughs> Who knows? They just run around everywhere. Bunch of, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But that's okay. The legacy goes on. That's right. And I know I've got great grandkids. Well, I think it's safe to say that there will be a, at least one rainwater in Wilmore for a lot of years <laughs> come. I'd say they will yeah, be. I'd say so. Anyhow. You were pregnant when you gave up here. With Jody. With Jody. Now, Jody's that wild one (laughs) that cuts hair down there that we know about, right? Well, let's go back before Jody, though. How did you meet Mr. Hogue? Where where did that take place? Well, we was at an old country school at a pie supper. All the women took pies, and their guys bought them. And he bought yours. And he bought my pie at a pie supper. (laughs) And that done it. Do you do you remember how much he gave for the pie? <laughs> that was pretty good money probably back then, wasn't it? And so you guys got together and the rest is history. Oh in Casey County at the old Mentonville grade school house. So when this minister talked to Pop and Mom about coming to Wilmore, everybody pretty much came along other than Ezra oh, maybe yeah. later, but yeah. everybody's like, Yeah, let's all go. Yeah. We all finally got up here, every one of us. Well I guess when you left a town like Mintonville and came to Wilmore, even though Wilmore been a small town, uh-huh. it probably looked pretty big. <clears throat> of course we were just in the country, you know, and an old country school. We had good teacher. Well, it was kind of a whole different world then yeah. coming to Wilmore. Well, mercy, yeah. And then you go up to the big city in Nicholsville, and you think, oh, my gosh. And then you go on to Lexington. <laughs> go on Lexington. You, you were really somewhere big. Yeah, you was. Do and you remember what year that would have been when you came to Wilmore? 53? I guess it was. Somewhere around there? I didn't have no children, but it wasn't long until I did have. So Jody was born here. All of them. My husband had a business in in Nancy, Kentucky. Then after Mom and Pop come to Wilmore, so all the kids finally decided they could do a lot better up here, too. Do you remember when you came to Wilmore? Now, did you work? I worked, but it was keeping house and diapering kids. The hardest job (laughs) was being a mom and a housewife. Let me ask you now, when you came to Wilmore, do you remember maybe some of the old businesses that were here that aren't here now? Lou Ellen's Hardware and Wells' Grocery. Now, was that Raymond Wells? Uh Uh-huh. Tommy Woods Mm -hmm. and uh, Mr. Sims had the drugstore. I guess, was the train depot still down? Yeah, it was there then. Down beyond where City Hall is. And, of course, a lot of people, especially people who are under 40, 50 years old, don't remember that. That's right. Train depot. But that was a a big place for activity. A lot of things happened. we had a lot of businesses there. We bought... Do you remember the night, Kirk? He he come up here and and told Hacks that he'd make you a good deal. If you'll buy this. We talked about it, you know, and I said, I, we never will get out of debt. What kind of business was it? It was uh, just a garage mm-hmm. and, and parts and all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like a, a hardware store. And then it had the place to do mechanic work in the back because he was a mechanic mm-hmm. and could fix anything but a broken heart. <laughs> He could weld anything but a broken heart. Right. Yeah. A lot of fixed a lot did. of things in this town. Who was some, Dr., the doctors uh, in town? Dr. Gillespie oh. and then Dr. Corbett, Dr. Dale Drunkelberger. He delivered Jody. Well, three doctors or four was a lot for yeah, this size of it community. Was, it was, sure enough. 
Men Fitchy's come along, you know, and, and my brother and his wife had the restaurant that was going full force down there. Yeah, that Harold's was, was mom and dad. Harold's mother and dad, Ezra, was that uh-huh. down on a Main Street? Yeah, right on, down from Sims Drugstore. Yeah. Well, you know, you you talked about businesses that used to be here, and and some of the things carry over, even though they're not known as Sims Drugstore. They're still, oh, you know, still a drugstore there, and they <clears throat> people are here. And we still have it. restaurants, but thinking back to those days compared to now, Wilmore has been one of those communities that. There's some growth, but it's not been so much that it's changed a lot. You still no. have that small town mm-hmm. atmosphere. But what's some of the the best things, in your opinion, about living here in this town? Well, it, it's a good place to raise kids. We wasn't bad kids. <laughs> we was normal, I guess. What do you think has been some things that have changed? Maybe let's talk about the things that's made Wilmore better. Yeah. Everything. It it wasn't very hard to raise children here. Mm -hmm. You had to keep your eye on them, you know. But with six, and then we had a business. He had his own wrecker service, bottle gas route, and all of that. And he was gone and worked like a dog. We had to to raise six kids. Well, now you and your husband raised six children. One of them here with us just joined us, Jody, the one we were talking about earlier. Jody, you've lived here all your life. Mother was pregnant with me, and they moved here in January of 53, and I was born in July of 53. Uh So So all you've known is is Wilmore and Jessamine County. I've almost always either worked or lived on Main Street all my life. That was my playground. What's some of the favorite places that you remember in Wilmore, Jody? Oh, I loved everywhere. I loved up on my roof the best. I loved getting on top of Raymond we Wells. We lived on the second yeah, floor. We'd crawl out Nine my bedroom window and play on Raymond Wells' top of his house. <laughs> and I loved I loved the drugstore. I think they still have some of my bubble gum stuck up under there. <laughs> and uh, I loved going over to, uh, I loved walking to school. That was one of the biggest things. And See, then, they walked up yeah, to we the grade walked, school. All six like of that. us would go. I went all the way through ninth grade at Wilmore Elementary. And people who might be new to our community would know that uh, that is now the Providence School. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Prior to that, it was the village, the early learning village. But mm-hmm. back years ago, fact, Wilmore had its own high school uh, prior to about 60, I think it was, uh, Wilmore High. That school down there, been a lot of people through those doors. I remember uh, my Aunt Alice was telling me, that uh, Joe Walker's mom, Alice, that she moved down here when she was 12. And they lived straight across in the old Wilmore Bank building. I think it's called the Wilmore Deposit. They lived downstairs. That's where they came when they first moved here, and I had a shop across from that for years and years, and I, I always thought of that's where my family started was right straight across the street from me, and I, I enjoyed that. When you when you look at Wilmore, and if you're from down here. It may not look to the outsider that's changed much, but it has really, if you think about it, mm-hmm. uh, the size of Asbury in itself, both the college and the university and how it's expanded. But it's always had a great presence in Wilmore and been a, a integral part in this community. But even going down on Main Street, I mean, it's not hard to look at those buildings and to think back of the way it used to be. That's right. They were the biggest buildings in the world when I was a child. I'd look and the Wilmore Elementary Gym and the cafeteria, I thought, Mm -hmm. that's the biggest rooms I've ever been in in my life. And now Uh you go in them and it's like, 
where did I see that being so big? But, you know, when you lived in Wilmore, we didn't go out a lot. When you had six kids, that was eight people in a car. So we didn't go very far at one time as a big family. So that was probably the biggest buildings I ever saw. Uh, It's amazing. Right. And, you know, you think about, well, at least I do, I think about names that are associated with with what I remember Wilmore growing up. And you mentioned some of them, of course, you guys, the Rainwaters, but the Sims and the Corbett's and the mm-hmm. Dunkelbergers and, and uh, Krauss is yeah, a big fan of the Krauss there. But I guess the nice thing about Wilmore and the reason that a lot of people just enjoy it is the fact that even though it's it's small, that's a good thing. It is. And you're close enough to big towns where it's not a problem if you need to go get something somewhere else, but everything you need's right here, and it stayed that way. It's a big way. difference from where we did, where we was raised. And it will continue to change, but I guess uh, if you look at surrounding communities, Wilmore has probably done a better job at staying the way it used to be than most towns. That's true. That's true. How many times did you go to the High Bridge Pavilion (laughs) that you can talk about? (laughs) I didn't get to go much. Didn't go down there much? No, not much. She was raised with a pretty strict father. Yeah. He was pretty strict, and that was and they was. I'll tell you, I got these kids up through school and everything. Then I helped him. I kept our books. Mm-hmm. It's a wonder we didn't go with pen or something. <laughs> anyhow, I kept books and cooked. I done it all. Mm-hmm. Now, My air garage was kind of the gathering place. We called them the old loafers. I thought they were all just old men that just sat around and loafed. But come to find out, they were builders and contractors mm-hmm. and businessmen, but they loved to come down to Dad's and play checkers. And he'd put up a, a table, and they'd sit and play checkers, and every one of them pulled pranks on each other. My dad would put a tire under there and slowly fill it full of air in the... You know, or they'd throw snakes on each other, but it was just, it was like the gathering place. Yeah, you and uh, shooting. Oh, yeah, that. I remember that was probably some of my fondest memories as the old loafers down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, one back in those days, one would give me a nickel to be a Democrat, and the other would give me a dime to be a Republican. <laughs> so that's how I made fun and money. Uh-huh. And Or I would go out and catch night crawlers for them, and then they'd take me fishing with them or mm-hmm. something. I mean, it was just a wonderful community where my playground was Main Street. Right. And it was. Or sure. up on the railroad tracks, climbing up over that big toll thing that goes across and catching yeah, birds. Yeah, you got called. Um, it was awful. Oh, it was. My daddy, he was a booger. <laughs> he well, and that's the one thing about a small community especially is that you usually had a whole lot more eyes than just your mom and dad watching. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, uh-huh. <laughs> he did. Yeah. And, but that's not a bad thing. No. Uh-huh. Everybody helped everybody, and y'all worked together. You know, and we've seen that in Nicholasville, but in Wilmore especially, as small uh, the community as it's been, is that you things hit home, people pull together, and and you That's see right. more of a of that unity, a community unity. I'm gonna wrap it up here and by asking you this: We have people that are listening to the program of all ages, but a lot of younger people. So at the ripe young age of 92. <laughs> What would be the best advice you could give our young listeners out there on how to get through life? Just do right and be a Christian. That's what we was taught to be. We was brought up in church, and my mom and dad, I guess they was old-fashioned, and they just worked hard to see that we 
was raised right. We didn't have plenty to eat, but it was good what we had. Mm. <laughs> didn't know no other way. So would it be safe to say that even though Mintonville was home at one point, Mom and Pop made a pretty good move when they came to Wilmore? Oh, yeah, yeah, better, better. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to a broadcast of episode number six from January 24th, 2015 with Faye Rainwater Hogue. We lost Miss Hogue this past Thursday on Valentine's Day. We extend our deepest sympathies to her family and truly appreciate her memory and wanted to bring you her interview as a tribute to a fine, fine lady in our community. I appreciate you coming in every Saturday for all things Jessamine. We'll do it again next week at 11 o'clock. Don't forget, I'm here every weekday morning from 6 to 8 to get you up and going right here on Chess FM 105.9.